Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. We're black, we're brown, we're back. <laughs> um, did you see the news? This is breaking breaking news. Uh, that did you see that there was a, an explosion apparently at the Ariana Grande concert in England like an hour ago or something. This is this is Monday night when we're recording obviously. Uh-huh. Um they so they don't know what yet, but like 20 people apparently, at least 20 people are dead. What? Um yeah, and I don't know. I don't. I'm sure by the time people listen to this podcast, we'll know what happened. If it was, an ex- they're saying it could be an explosion. It could be a suicide bomber. It could be a gas explosion. Like it could have been like it was at the very end of the concert. Apparently, that's what I've heard, just in watching news reports. And like, um, you can see in the crowd, like at the end of the concert, they have these pink balloons that fall. So it was right after like the big finale, I guess. But that's frightening. That um, totally frightening. I can't. Twenty people. That's like that's. I don't even know what to say about that. That's crazy. You know, you go to a concert, you're not thinking. It like it's not like a mosh pit concert. It's Ariana Grande. You know. Right. She's like a you know an R&B singer, so you're not even thinking like there's gonna be. I don't know. It's just from it's like, the, you know, the car running into like you know pedestrians and and. Times Square to this, it's like it makes you scared to go outside. I was, you know, usually like living in New York, New Jersey, like you're used to it. I mean, not used to it, but you understand, you know, you live in an area that could be a target, but like you kind of go about your day. But when, yeah, like when the things happen back to back like this, it does make you feel like maybe I will just work from home tomorrow. Right. And it certainly, because any, any, and it with the fact that it was a crazy person. And not like a terrorist attack almost made it scarier. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, or worst in my head. Because I'm like, well, this is just a crazy person. There's literally no reason why these people had to be hurt. Um, it was just the result of, you know. A was he was he on drugs? I couldn't, like, I didn't get the, I was trying to understand, like, what. Because, I mean, I know that I heard that, okay, it wasn't an act of terror. It's, as far as the way we understand terrorism, you know, like. Well, terrorism but, is defined by a political motivation. Okay. Um, I mean, I it, yeah, it was an act of terror in a little, while, but not like yes. not the, like the official, you know, government definition. But he certainly terrorized a uh, yeah a city. Um, no, it was just a guy from the Bronx, twenty six year old guy, ex Navy guy, who oh. he said he was. They said he was on marijuana and PCP or some sort of mix of drugs and um, yeah. 
just sad. Sorry to start the show on a low note, but I don't know. Maybe some of you guys are feeling the the weight of these incidences too. But it's like last week when we said when things happen now, it's like you can't even. It's like and Trump is president. Yeah. Just one more thing. But anyway, um, the show must go on, as they say. Yeah. Give me some good news. Um, Well, uh, Notre Dame, did you see this? The students walk out during the commencement ceremony when Vice President um, Mike Pence um, was giving his address. Not all of them, but a number of them. They shaded Um, our VP. Yes, they were like, yeah, not today. Not today. Not up in here. (laughs) Do you watch, (laughs) you don't watch Veep, do you? No. I feel like Veep is like a pair, it's supposed to be a parody a vice presidency and like Julia Louis Dreyfus is in it, and uh, but it's just hilarious because now it's like life is funnier than Veep. Like I don't think there's ever an episode where the Veep gets booed and like walked out on a commencement speech. They should probably just you know not do commencement speeches. Just you know maybe yeah, politicians a little sensitive time. Yeah, we we kind of don't want to hear from you right now. All I have um, to say is I hope that these kids, you know, walk out, but then still vote, you know? Yes. If you really want to vote with your feet, you would actually go to the ballots. I was listening to a, like, there's all this, you know, Trump has apparently appointed this voter registration committee because this, um, yeah, committee to look into illegal voting because he put his foot in his mouth on Twitter, I mean, for the millionth time a while back after the election because he was so um, his ego was so bruised by the fact that he didn't actually win the popular vote that he had to insinuate that there was all these illegals, illegal um, people voting or people voting illegally. And he has not been able to find no one has found any evidence of widespread voter fraud. And because he is so stubborn, he's decided to use taxpayer dollars and appoint a committee to investigate nothingness. Wow. Um, you won, dude. So like, wow, matter. that's literally pure ego that like, if I could see if he would have lost the election and he's like, no, I'm going to put together this independent committee. No, you literally won. So you're putting together an independent committee to prove what, that you actually won the popular vote. You won like be president. Wow move on but he can't he can't he gets stuck on it but the real issue here is the like we don't have to worry about voter fraud what's really happening is in i mean it's not anything new but these it's even a more scarier prospect now that republicans control the control congress pretty much but there are these laws these voter um suppression laws which you know have the they're 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 uh, marketed by these politicians as like, you know, going to prevent voter fraud. But really what they do is they create barriers to vote for the very people who are less likely to vote for Republicans. Um, and that's very often young people and people of color. Um, they'll do things like say you need a license. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll like it, this just happened in Atlanta, actually. Um, luckily, they they had to go back and, and uh, undo it. But they had they had there was some sort of election happening and um they were going to make it they were going to make certain people unable like they were going to cut off the time to register to vote earlier and which was going to shut out a bunch of people who couldn't get yeah. there in time um and there was all this all these like protests and stuff and they ended up having to go back and offer another opportunity to vote but that's the kind of crap that can happen when um you know you're not paying attention yeah 
and like walking out is great, but you're right. Also walking to the, to the polls, it's, it's even better. Like don't let it stop there. Yeah. They don't want you to vote. They do not. They want yep. you, they want young people not to vote because yep. they know that if we do, it's yeah, millennials sway heavily toward, um, you know, not this, this administration, they swear heavily toward, I mean, I, and I'm not going to pretend like Democrats are like some like amazing choice, but like, this is crazy. Like the current Republicans are making me like, you know what? I kind of like George W. <laughs> He's like, and y'all thought I was bad. I know, right? He's over there painting dogs in Florida and Texas. Do you see that now? Now he does watercolors. And oh, paint. look at him. Mm-hmm. You know, his paints are actually not quite bad. I was just like, look at W. He's like, what I what you won't do is <laughs> I'm having a good time. Uh, so other good news, it looks like um remember those uh the two beautiful girls with uh braids? Yeah. I see that the charter school was ordered by the state attorneys general to stop enforcing their hair policy that bears bans hair extensions, woot woot. I'm hoping that I don't know, was it too late for the girls to attend their prom? I didn't finish reading it. I Were they able to I don't know. You're the one who brought the, you're the one with the news, girl. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I took a cursory glance. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, wait, were they able to attend their prom? <laughs> <laughs> and get back on their teams. <laughs> Sidebar. So, Brian and Mission listeners, you know we have, like, an awesome Facebook page. Mandy and I were, like, hanging out this weekend. And we were going through our Facebook page, uh, aptly named Brian and Mission. And we were like, yo, our Facebook page is awesome. My favorite video currently on our Facebook page, if you have not liked it, you should. It's Woke Baby. Scroll down. And you know Woke Baby Mandy, right? The I little love baby woke girl. Baby. Woke Baby is all of us. <laughs> Yo, so for those of you who are like, who's Woke Baby? So Woke Baby is this cute little brown girl. She's clearly at Disney World, right? And her mom is taping her. And she's eating eggs, I believe, or macaroni and cheese. I can't tell. Her little sippy cup is right there. She looks to be about two and a half, maybe three. And um, Snow White comes over and does her Snow White thing, extra smiley, and tries to get Woke Baby to smile. Yo, Woke Baby gives her the most epic, like, side I don't eye. Even, what, side eye, get away from me. Like, she, the Woke Baby doesn't say a word. She literally looks at her, turns away, looks up, and it's like, literally, like, is she still there? Like, just looking off into space, <laughs> like, if, like, she says nothing. It's just looking like, I just want to eat my eggs. I don't know who she is. Her mother's like, you're not going to smile. And, you know, um, uh, Snow White is like, you're not going to smile. Woke Baby is literally, like, frozen. Like, if, when you leave, I can resume life. It is the most <laughs> it's the most hilarious video of all time. So if you don't, get, if you don't have anything else, if you need a little, a little, like, I don't know, a little light in your life, a little giggle, uh, head to our Brown Ambition page on um, Facebook. It's just Facebook forward slash Brown Ambition. And scroll down so you see Woke Baby and get your life together. Yeah, and if you have a link that you think we should share, you can just shoot us a message on Facebook. Exactly. Um, a little curated fun news for you. Yeah, I love our Facebook page. Yeah. It's all kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you ever listen? Did you listen to Escape coming up, Mandy? Or are you too young for that? Yeah. Wait, uh-huh. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to dig real deep and find this song that I know I know from Escape because my sister and I, I used to sing it. Get so weak in the knees. Well, I can't now I'm not going to remember it because you started singing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the most famous Escape song. Is it? Wait, let me make sure. Yes, I can hardly speak. I lose all control and something takes over me. Like every girl knew that song from beginning to end. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure. Weak 
<laughs> no, you're right. You're probably that. right. Oh, while okay. you're while you're looking that up, though, I can apologize for mixing up Kim Whitley with Jackie Harry. Uh, it was not Jackie Harry, the mom from Sister Sister on Master of None, as one of our uh, loyal listeners informed me on Twitter. It was Kim Whitley, who, in my defense, I went to Google who she was because I didn't know. Sorry, Kim. And immediately Google filled in. Kim Whitley looks like Jackie Harry. Like, okay. Yeah, it's and I thing. know, and they they joke about them always getting confused. So that's like a joke between them. And Who someone is about to run to when, when I need love. love. That's the right. song I know. I just remembered it. That's the song. Yeah. I know. So they're gonna pull my black card. I'm gonna actually relinquish it because <laughs> "Weak" is by SWV. Someone is dying <gasps> right now. Wait, <laughs> wait. So I get it because I was right. I get it. Can I have it? I could yes. use it. I, I'm going to give you my black card because little, I'm really, I'm, I'm like, dead. Really, just for a week, I'm suspended from, um, from black activities. Um, <laughs> I'm not allowed to attend the, the family reunion, the cookout. I certainly cannot bring the potato salad. Um, no red drink for you. No, no red drink. <laughs> I have to drink the Sunny D. No purple juice either. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the whole week, and I was going in, and I was like, let me Google it. I said, wait, that's SWV. So yeah. <laughs> hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Let us move on to the brown boosting and the brown breaking. Yes. Uh, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I have a little rant, a little okay. baby rant. So I don't know if you guys have realized this, but Delta for a couple of years now has been offering these basic economy fares, which is a lower class than a regular economy fare. If you didn't, if you didn't know, it can actually get lower <laughs> and worse than economy now. They've created like third, fourth, fifth class economy. So Delta was the first, I didn't realize this, to start this a couple of years ago. Um, and now American and United are all are both offering basic economy fares. And basically, I, I accidentally booked one of these things because it's the cheapest fare when you're booking a flight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, this is economy. I'm going to book economy because I don't roll like that. I don't roll in that first class life. Um, what I found out is like, I, I, I think this was like my flight to Atlanta or Savannah or something a couple months ago but I got I didn't get a seat assignment I you couldn't choose your seat I couldn't even pay to change my seat before I got to the airport I didn't get a seat assignment at check-in I didn't get a seat assignment at the um, security I didn't get it anywhere until I got to the gate and everybody had boarded and then a little sixth class citizen me had to go up to the gate and get my seat assignment then um, and Delta luckily isn't one of the ones that, so basically United and United and American, you have to read the fine print, but 
they sometimes don't even allow you to bring like a carry-on luggage onto the plane. You don't get you don't get space in the overhead bins. Mm. You can only put a small personal item under the seat in front of you. So don't try and come with your roller bag because they're going to charge you a gate fee to check it, like $25 and up. So I just want to warn you guys, if you see the basic economy fares and you get excited because you're going to save 20 or 40 little dollars, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not. It's like the worst. Um, so that's my that's my brown break. How do you avoid it? Just read the fine print. Read the actual class of ticket. It's easy to do if you're booking. This is what got me. It's really easy to do it if you're booking directly from the airline's um website like if you're searching for flights but it's harder when you're looking on google flights or kayak um to see that it's basic economy so just look really close um before you book yikes um well i am going to do a similar kind of break from like i hate planning trips so i'm going to essence fest you know and then but i'm also taking supergirl and superman well me and superman are taking supergirl wait should she leave okay because it's a surprise we're taking her to universal studios for the weekend um because she for the 22nd time in a row according to her and i've done the math and i'm like eh, i'm kind of skeptical but whatever 22nd time in a row she's on the honor roll and i really want you know we really want to honor her by saying you know grades are important and you're smart and um, let's go to, we've already done Universal Studios in California. And um, I thought uh, Florida would be awesome. She's just a good kid. Um, it'll be like a nice family vacation. Ugh, I hate planning. People are always like, oh my gosh, because the budget Nisa in me will not let me overpay. So I spend hours like, wait, okay, wait, if I combine this deal, okay, wait, I can save $20 here. Okay, wait, I can get cash back. And I'm like, oh, sometimes I wish I could just, you know, not be a budgetista and be like, let me just pay this triple price. But it takes hours of research um, to find, you know, a good discount. And so yeah. I think I think I found one, but it's just honestly, I hate it. I, I absolutely hate it. I have thankfully I have an executive admin now and she has helped tremendously because I've been using my card. You know, that card that Mandy talks about um, the Chase Sapphire. Um, and so they, they honestly are really helpful. So um, Rachel, my executive admin, has been like using Chase a lot because um, we'll, I'll find prices online and then she'll go through Chase. And sometimes it can be like up to $100 less using the Chase card. Um, so it's been really that. They've been really awesome um, using them. Um, but uh, yeah, I just want to take a break from planning because like one thing to find the flight and then you're like, finally, you get the flight. And then you're like, oh, God, the hotel situation. It's just, whew. It's Do they have a like a package? Do they have packages at these um parks I, I i i feel like a lot of like the theme parks have you know family packages have you have you looked into those i have and honestly save? sometimes they are extra expensive because they're they're like hey, hey you want to be lazy you don't want to book this yourself we're going to charge you extra sometimes tremendously like a, a lot more um but i'm hoping like i i found a few and i i asked her um rachel to to look for a few as well and then we're going to compare to see which one works out like for example I'm going to, if we stay on what they call kind of like campus, so the Universal Studios has five hotels that they own. So if you stay on one of the three premier hotels, you also get a, um, what is it called? A, like a, a express pass where it's, you could go on, like, you know how there's two lines. There's like the regular line, then there's the cut the line line. Mm -hmm. 
And so the express pass is typically like it's looking like it's between 100 and 134 dollars, 35 dollars per person. So even though the hotel is more expensive, technically, you know, if I were to buy an express pass each day, um, you know, it, it, it would cost probably like a day and a half of a hotel stay. So just like doing the math between that, like, OK, is it better to stay at one of the fancier hotels and get the express pass free? Or, you know, do we go for a less expensive hotel? Because some of these hotels, like there's this great hotel that I thought it's the Holiday Inn, but it used to be like the Nickelodeon Hotel. Super cute, water park, kind of like in the back. But then there's a $100 a day, um, what do they call it? Uh, some sort of fees, uh, um, uh, resort fee, $100 a day. So even though the hotel is like 100 bucks a night, now it's 200 bucks a night. So you're like, well, what? <sighs> it's just, just so many little, I just hate planning that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to wear you down. So you just yes. hit buy. Just hit, yep. Just hit yes. Bye, it Lord. works on me with increasing <laughs> ease because I have gotten lazier with age. I'm in my bad and bougie phase where I just like, <laughs> I just stop caring about, I'm just like, yeah, book it. Book the hotel. You should have seen me on my honeymoon. I was like, we did hotels in every city except for Florence because we were staying five days and we did an Airbnb <laughs> after staying in all these really nice hotels. I got there and I was like, we have to take our trash out. What are you talking <laughs> about? I was like, this is horrible. There's no elevator. I can't live this way. Um, yeah. I've I like that. You're like the bad and boot. You're right. I'm, you know what? And, and like I whatever. Used to, I used to literally couch surf, which is where I would travel. And I would, this is before Airbnb. This is when you would literally email people, strangers, and go sleep on their couch or a mattress on the floor or just a pile of blankets in the corner and you'd have no idea until you got there and you would stay for free like I used to travel like that and now Yikes. so much has changed in a decade like I just I won't even say it. hostels get out of here get get your no life. what you never I honestly I thought never with a hostel I stayed in a hostel with a friend of mine she um it for the first time capital D depends but <laughs> no I've stayed in like hostels throughout like I've stayed in hostels in the U.S. I've stayed in hostels um overseas like I can honestly say was there any hostel that I was like yikes my life yeah no. I, I used to stay in hostels too used to oh, I, thought you said, I thought you said no 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 so, I mean no now of course yeah when I was young when I was like backpacking after college hell yeah that, that was I had no money it was it was hostels were a luxury hostels were if I had a little money in the bank and I didn't have to stay on creepy couch surfing um no but in all serious I had amazing couch surfing guests they were fantastic um it was it's an awesome way to travel but um no sh no no shade to couch surfers but I've graduated to hotels, hotels now yeah. No, I'm going to like, I mean, by tomorrow, I'm like, we're going to book something because I just want to have a good time. But I, I don't want to spend like the difference between some of the choices is like five or six hundred dollars. I'm like, that's another trip, you yeah, know? Well, so, that's, yeah, that's different. It depends, too. And it's like it's it's you have to sort of you're, it's like it's like the equivalent of being on a twister board. Like you're trying to hit so many different like co different colors. You want it to be the right price, the right time, mm -hmm. the right experience. Like you're juggling so much, I think. Yeah, I could definitely like relate to that. And um you you it's hard to like please every like tick every single box. Yes, it is hard. And I'm one of those like I want to tick every box. <laughs> Even though it's like impossible. So I'm like, well, we can tick most of them. And I think that we will. There's one hotel I'm leading toward that I think it's gonna be the winner. Um it's the fancy one, but it comes with those free passes that are expensive. So I'm like, you know what? This might be the winner. You could just do what my dad did and book us at the Days Inn Resort, like 30 minutes outside of Universal Studios and just drive in every day. 
that was our style. We, we, I wanted, I was thinking that actually a dream catcher was telling me how much she loved what I did and wanted to give to me. And I guess she works at some of these resorts, but it was like 30 to 45 minutes, 40 minutes outside of Universal. And I would have taken her up on her offer because she was going to let me stay for free. Like, I guess she was going to give me some sort of like friends and family free pass, but we're only there for two days. And it's just, that's just too much time away. Like, I don't, even though I'm like, uh, free, but honestly, it's, if we were there for a week, heck yeah, but we're only there for literally, we fly in on a Friday and we leave on Sunday. So it's just, that's just too much time back and forth. We would lose so much time to travel. So, mm-hmm. you know, I told her, you know, next time for sure, when I come down there, I'll certainly take you up on your offer. But this time we're just kind of like in and out. That's definitely, did I ever tell you about the first time? My dad and I, I ever came to New York, I was 19 years old, and I let my dad book the hotel. Big mistake. <laughs> he, I was like, Dad, where are we staying? We liter- we were staying in Jersey in this, <laughs> not even like Jersey City, like close to the, it was Weehawken, New Jersey. We oh, had to goodness. take, we had to take two buses just to get to the train station to get to downtown Manhattan. Um, and it was like the flea motel of my worst nightmares. <laughs> I, and I'm not exaggerating. We got bitten by all kinds of things. Um, my dad is cheap. And I think that's, I think I'm like reverse cheap. Like now I think I'm just, when you grow up watching your parents be so extremely penny, I think you either go two ways, either you're just like them or you're like extremely the opposite. And I'm terrified of it, but I think I'm becoming the extreme opposite of my dad. Who's like such a penny pincher. <laughs> oh my god the flea bit that sounds like something my dad would do like hmm, where can we stay that basically people wouldn't even stay for free he's like <laughs> it was on expedia um you really but you know you think you're saving money but then you have to factor in like the time it takes travel, to travel yep. the cost of paying to travel in there yeah all of that sort of man yeah i'm exhausted for you um playing this two-day trip but can i just say when i was 11 years old that's how old she is right or nine She's 10. Mm-hmm. 10. Oh, close. Um, I used to get $2 exactly for every A and one for every B, and that was my reward. So she should be grateful for whatever. Yeah, this, no, she is going to be amazing. It's, it's, a, it's a surprise. She's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to pretend like we're going to, like, surprise her. Her mom's going to pack her bag, and then we're going to wake her up in the morning and be like, we got to go. Her father's going to tell her, Tiffany got to speak an engagement, and we have to go with her. She's going to be like, what? I don't want to. And then we're going to go. She's going to be like, my life. Aww. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Damn, what do you guys do for Christmas? <laughs> Honestly, we're not. I'm not a big. This is like the biggest splurge. We don't. Like on Christmas, like, well, I've, I've you know, kind of showed Superman not to. We don't go all out as far as like um, gifts and stuff. Um, I already know she got a baller birthday party. Alyssa. <laughs> I know. Respect the hustle. I know. She did get a nice birthday. She's like, y'all aren't having another baby. I need all the resources. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, she did. It was her 10th birthday. So they, and honestly, then it wasn't even super baller. Like we had it in the community room where we live. It was free. Her mom bought all the decorations in the dollar store. We all decorated. It was like, it was cute, but it wasn't, um, it, it was more inventive and creative than it was expensive. I'm just bitter because we used to go to Shoney's for our birthday. <laughs> yeah, my mother, we used to go to the basement, okay? My mother would make her famous chocolate cake and invite the neighborhood kids. And I would put on my Sunday's best and be like, everybody, sing to me. And that was my birthday. And I loved it. <laughs> That's and, I, and I shared it with my sister because we had birthdays in October. So I never had it my own birthday. <laughs> what? Never. That's annoying. <laughs>
now that we have finished boosting and breaking, I'm sure we've got some awesome questions from the BA listeners. If you have a question about career, money, personal finances, you know, the like that you want to ask Mandy and I, you can email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just go to brownambitionpodcast.com and click contact, right, Mandy? Ask us anything. Ask us anything. (laughs) You've been to the website. That was a mistake. You go there all the time. I know. (laughs) Two years later. (laughs) Here's our question for the day. Uh, We'll just call her Miss K. She says, um, I have a lot of student loan debt and I started repaying my loans in February. My credit report says my original lender was the U.S. Department of Education. However, I guess the debt was sold to Navient, another student lender or student loan servicer, and it now says they are my current lender, and it's who I am now paying my bills to. My problem is that on my credit report, the same account is listed twice under each lender. My Navient accounts are in good standing. However, the U.S. Department of Education accounts are listed as closed. It makes it seem as if I have 18 loan accounts when I only have nine. Is there a way to get the original lender, the original U.S. Department of Education accounts deleted? I'm not saying I don't owe the debt, but the closed accounts look bad on my report. Please help. Well, madame, one, I don't know that the closed accounts, I remember when that happened, like everybody, when they switched over and everyone in the Dreamcatcher group was freaking out. They're like, who's Navient? First of all, Navient is the biggest, the baddest student loan servicer out there. Pretty much like everybody. There's 11 different student loan companies that manage the federal student loan debt, but Navient is like one of the biggest and one of the literally baddest. Yeah, they, they get in some trouble. So one, I don't know that the closed accounts. Um, are you worried about like if you go for like a loan or something that they're gonna look at it? I mean, you know, it's it's pretty well known that you know Navient now handles. Um, your your federal student loans. So looking at them as closed, knowing that Navient bought them, I'm not sure what the concern is as far as the closed accounts. Are you worried that they lowered your your credit score? Is uh, I, uh, she's not here. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you want me to call her? I don't have her number. <laughs> no, but I guess I'm just trying to like. Wondering, like, what the worry is. Maybe she's just worried. Maybe she's maybe she thinks that closed accounts on your credit report look bad because you do hear so often that it's bad to close credit cards because it'll lower the average age of your credit and um, lower your credit score. And it it can, um, but um, and typically that's like a temporary drop, but um, closing from like you know, the your federal loan, you know, from that to Navient. As far as like if you're going to get a loan and they pull your credit score and they're looking at that, that that's not something that people are going to be like, what happened here? Because that was a a shift that was um, that's just known nationwide. This is what happened, you know, Um, and I'm trying to figure out how long ago that was because they they made that shift a long time ago. So, right. I I feel like like a big I mean, I think a a large chunk of people's uh, federal student loans were um, were bought by Navient. But I mean, that can happen anytime. And. I don't know about a long time ago, basically after the recession, the government stopped managing student loans directly and they contracted a bunch of different student loan companies, including Navient. There's about 11 of them and said, okay, we're going to sell you, we're going to sell you parcels of loans and give you the, you know, give you the opportunity to manage these loans for us. And that happened after the recession. So 
um, like my loans, I think were sold two different times, but it's, it's common with any kind of debt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was like some major um, recent purchase where Navient bought a whole, a new bundle of debt, but I'm, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> We're both like, wait, so wait, I'm just saying that I don't think that it's going to affect your credit as much as you might be worried. Um, because it it wasn't like, I, I get why, because you're right. You don't want a credit card company, you know, like to necessarily close your card because one, you do lose some of that credit history. But the truth of the matter is there's nothing you can't tell, like that credit history with uh, the federal government as far as it being under their name, is gone. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't write them back and say, hey, open that back up again because they sold it already. So there's nothing you can kind of do about that. And sometimes we have to remember on our credit reports that your credit report, this is why sometimes I don't like, um, not I don't like, but those people who quote unquote fix your credit and they're like, oh, we could take these things off. But you have to remember your credit report is like your report card. Like if you got a D in science when you were a freshman in high school, and I know you're a senior now and you're getting A's, but you got a D in science when you were a freshman. That happened. So your credit report is supposed to report on what actually happened. So that happened. You know, the, the, they closed those accounts. So, yes, I, I suppose you can you can write any creditor and say, hey, can you take this off? But if it's real and it's true, they're under no obligation to take that off because it it, it happened. But that's not something that it's going to be counted against you, um, although you will lose that, you know, that that piece of credit history, but you can build up. When people worry about credit, I'm always like, you know, of all the things to worry about, to me, credit is the easiest to manipulate and fix because you can pay your debt down. You can make on-time payments. You can pay off a small debt in full every month, like a small credit card in full every month. There are things you can do to fairly, I don't want to say quickly, it all depends on where you are credit-wise, but to raise your credit score um, versus like debt and budgeting, those things are a little bit harder. So I wouldn't worry about it, quite honestly. I'm just like, well, it's it's there and it happened. Oh, and you can write any creditor, including the federal government, to ask them to remove it. But they're under no obligation if it's actually a factual credit reporting. I mean, it takes closed accounts. And I'm just talking about accounts that were closed because they were paid in full or whatever. They don't disappear. Um, they'll stay in your account for like 10 years, I think, um, up to 10 years. But it doesn't mean they're hurting your credit. And especially if you never miss payments, it's not like they have a record of you know, your missed payments, like double missed payments or something um, from your old loans and your new ones. So as long as you were making your payments on time and you just have these older accounts on your credit report, it really shouldn't matter because it's yeah. it's just a record of what happened. And you did used to have those loans. They're just, I mean, they're closed. And I think anyone reviewing your credit will put two and two together and say, okay, these were closed and then these were opened. Obviously these were sold to the new lender. And like I said, like the way, the only way that I really see that it is going to affect your, your, cause I just want to be clear that mm-hmm. closed accounts, when that account is closed, you do lose that credit history. So sometimes you can see your, your credit score go lower because credit history is a percentage of your credit score. How long, what is it? 15%? Is that what credit history is? How long your credit history is? I think it's, it's 10. It's yes. It's age of credit. It's the smallest um, factor. So it, it, there is a small factor that's in play, but it shouldn't dramatically affect your credit score unless that's the only thing you have on your credit report. All right. All right. It's time for wins. What's your win? Oh, you know, life. 
<laughs> Don't do a Tiffany win. That's the BS. I ain't get a chance to think about a win. It's not fair. I did the first brown break. I know. Okay, I'll go first with my wins because honestly, I was like, wait, what is my win again? So my win is health and fitness. Here's why. Although I've been going to the gym for three weeks straight, five days a week, I've been doing my little exercises, I have gained a pound. <laughs> and I don't know why. Um, but the win for me is that I'm still going and I'm start like, I'm trying to figure out like, you know what I've been eating better. Like, honestly, you guys have sent me like a lot of um, suggestions about eating better and, you know, exercising. And honestly, I've been taking them. I've been eating better. I've been, you know, fruits and vegetables. I mean, I've always liked that anyway, but honestly, I've cut out junk food, um, cut out like processed sugar. Well, processed sugar, like in the obvious form, like I used to be like a, 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 a like a um, Snickers bar, you know, whatever, just chocolate holic and I cut that down, and I'm like, how in the heck? But, I mean, I don't know. I feel better, but I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Of course, Superman is getting thinner by the moment. He's six six and, like, one pound, and I'm like, so clearly I'm gaining whatever you're putting down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just calling it a win because even though I told myself that it's going to be a process, the same thing that I tell, like, people who are, like, signing up for one of my Live Richer challenges or following the Budgetista, and they're like, I did the thing you said and my credit score is not moving or it went down a point. I tell them to stick with it, that it's a process. So my win is that I'm sticking with the process and I'm actually, I'm feeling better, even though, you know, I'm not necessarily losing. I, I might have lost an inch or so because my pants were not quite as tight around the stomach. So there's, that's a little bit of a win, but yeah, I mean, health in general, child, it's hard out here in these streets. I'm like, ugh, I wish I could just, whenever I see him eat like Superman, I just want to like push it out of his hand into the floor because this man can eat what, when I say whatever, Mandy, whatever, he can eat a possum and come out healthy. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, it's so unfair because like, you can't do like, that because I do that. I did my, in my entire life. All my friends are skinny. They can eat whatever they want. I'll eat the same thing and I'll gain like 20 pounds. Husband is the same way. It's it's not the bitterness will not help us. <laughs> Believe me. In fact, the bitterness adds weight. Oh, <laughs> so I'm trying. But this little like today he had Chinese food and he was dogging it. And here I was with my leaf of my leaf of lettuce and hummus. And I was just looking at him and he was looking at me just Did you want some? I was like, you know I don't want any. I mean you know I do, but I'm not gonna eat it. Well you just sent like, him some articles on how skinny fat is a thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mandy, he's ripped. Okay, because well, for work he's he um he's um physical for work, like you know what he does. So like he's literally exercising all day long. So that's one of the reasons too why he, like he's slim is just that he's like ripped for no reason. I'm just like yeah. So this is life. You <laughs> <laughs> you look like a super like he literally. I'm like you look like you know you could be modeling in somebody's magazine, muscles for no reason. I'm not slim. sure why it sounds like you're complaining about that though. I mean, obviously, it's good for personal reasons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everyone everyone right now is like, and why? Why is she complaining I'm just saying, about her like, ripped it would be, it would be nice. It would be nice to have just a little bit of those of that inside me as well. I mean, well, you know, like, anyway. <laughs> Health is my win and that I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. And, um, yes, even though, yeah, I'm having a little trouble, but I'm, I'm proud of myself that I haven't given up. So that's my win. I'm sorry I did not help your uh, – I didn't help your progress when I no. 
gave you that quiche on Saturday. I know. And I dogged it. And it, and I was thinking to delicious. myself, I really shouldn't have a piece this big, but I ate every last like crumb of it. And I, it was delicious. It was the perfect serving. Um, so my win is going to be cake because mm-hmm. we, we made two of them yesterday. <laughs> um, so baking has become our new favorite. This is the, I now I understand how, when you get married, you let yourself go and you put on like a hundred pounds because all I want to do is stay home on Sunday and bake all day. And it started with, we did pretzels a while back. Yesterday, he made a carrot cake. I made a lemon drizzle pound Ooh, cake. Oh, my god! When I tell you, it is the most delicious thing I've ever made. It is so good. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I got it. Uh, Barefoot Contessa, she put her foot in that recipe. And thank you for it. Um, now I need to donate it to a, a good cause because it's going to go right on my ass if I let it sit on the counter any longer. Um, so I guess m- that's my win, just cake and Ooh, the therapy cake. of baking. Now you make me want some cake. I hate you. I know with some nice and his hat, he made his with like cream cheese frosting homemade. But um, I, don't, I don't like carrot cake. My mom makes a good one, but I don't like carrot cake. But that that pound cake, that lemon drizzle pound cake that you're talking about, honestly. So good. That sounds like heaven. You can see the zest when you cut into it, all Ooh, the zest inside the cake. And I love lemon and like, and like, because I don't like carrot and like, you know, like pastry, but lemon is like life, honey. Oh my yeah. God. I'm just living, like my mouth is solid. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just gained two pounds. Thanks, Mandy. Just You're thinking welcome. about it. I just think it is just the most relaxing thing to cook and to bake. And I'm really, it's like this new like Sunday thing. I mean, we cook during the week, but it's, it's just fun to like go to the store, get ingredients and just come back and make it. And I feel like I, now I get it. Now I get why people bake because it just makes you so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And one last little win. Facebook, thank you for the lookout that you can go live from your computer now because going live just from your phone is ridiculous. Wait, you can go live from, wait a second. We have yeah. to do a live show then. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, on the pot. Look at what I did there. Yes. Mandy, you can go live from your computer because somebody was telling me that. But, you know, Facebook loves to be shady and will only roll out to certain people mm. and then roll. You know, so people were telling me for months, like, oh, I go live on my computer. I'm like, I don't have that option. <laughs> I just went live today in like my um, my two Facebook groups and Dreamcatchers and then the Liberty Academy group. And it was awesome because typically I have to hold my phone steady. Oh, I've been there. You know, and then my phone overheats because it's like, child, we're not built for this. So I went live today and it was great. So, yeah, we could definitely do a live. Um, oh, that'll be fun. That's just more reason for you guys to go check out our Facebook page, Brown Ambition, Facebook.com yes. slash Brown Ambition. Don't want to mm-hmm. miss those live shows. Exactly. Hear how we really sound without all my careful editing. Right. Oh, that means I can't look crazy because right now I'm in like boxers and a, and a ratty T-shirt. <laughs> One day my hair is just going to reach around and finally strangle me because that is how big it gets when it's here. No, Mandy's hair is slaying. If we're going to do a win, what? Like Miss um, Miko, I don't know what elixir of unicorn that you put in those products. Mandy's curls have been popping for, I swear, three weeks straight. Every time (laughs) I see you, Mandy, I'm like, yo, these curls are everything. Like, I mean, you always had like cute curls, but now the curls are like peek-a-boo. I'm like, wait. Man, did you do something different? You're like, mm, 
Miss Jessie's pillow soft curls. Honestly, it agrees with you. Like your your curls are slaying. Well, the bigger thank the better. You. Thank You're you. welcome. You know, a little science science. I want to thank my DNA, and I want to thank Miss Jessie's, of course, for just working together and creating all this. It's just just been awesome, and uh, I'm so grateful. Hashtag blessed. J- Jamal has already. He's like, I'm logging off. <laughs> Jamal, we lost him at Ariana Grande. Yeah, we- he didn't even know that there was an attack. Actually, I didn't. I don't want to belittle it because yeah. it does look like it was terrorism. Um, we're just gonna bookend this show with atrocities. Um, <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> some go out and hug a puppy. Go live your life. Love your life. Yolo, because you never know. Yes, and go look at a wolf baby's video for a little lighthearted giggle, and you'll get your life. That's what I need. That's what I need. Okay. All right. Until next week, Mandra. Adieu. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.